Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. Austin, get ready for Kevin Smith's solo at the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Fest, April 22nd. April 22nd through 24th, Muse hits Motor City Nightmares. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Austin on April 23rd. Jersey reunites with Kev in Atlantic City on April 30th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com. Everybody, welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming. We are broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, Jane Sound Bob's Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the fastest man on earth, at least in bed. <laughs> Say hello, Mike Sapson. Wow. I, I'm oh, sorry, I just wow. saw your I just saw your wife. It was the first there thing. It's the first joke that came to mind. Oh yeah, they bring my wife into this. Holy crap. No, I didn't bring her into this. <laughs> I'm I said you I it was a dig at you. It was a dig at I'm me. sure I'm I'm sure you you're long and strong and you're done to get the friction <laughs> on. I'm sure you I'm, yeah, I'm sure you going. could go for hours. We we don't need to we don't need to talk about this because we know this. You know, Johnson you know, he listens sure. uh, to this pro to this podcast just to get the like the first dig that you throw at me. Okay. And then he's like, all right, I'm done. All right, I'm out. That's, I'm, I'm out. My, that, you know what? my day is made. You know what? Uh, in the download numbers, that still counts. That oh, counts as they yeah. listen. You don't all have right. to listen all the way through. <laughs> so that counts. For you, you, that's, you know what? I don't want everyone to go all the way through. Yeah. Because right at the end, I lag. But... If you, you make it through the first five minutes and you find us entertaining, we're good. Right. Or that first 30 seconds when I get that dig on you, that's about how long I go. All right. So go. All right. I, have oh, act, I have a very active imagination. Sure. Or I might, have a, or I might have a problem. Those ones. I, that, I think that's those, a psychological. Yeah. Active imagination, psychological yeah. problem. Very fine line right those there. Those problems you see on late night TV after pro wrestling. That's, uh, Dr. I, Phil or Dr. I, Oz. I'm not sure. I, or, or that uh, Dr. Drew celebrity rehab. Yeah. Right. Not quite sure. Right. But you're listening to ISO Comics. Yeah, this is you the are. Weekly Comics Report with Mike and Ming. Before we start, though, I do want to give a shout out to the great city of Evansville, Indiana. Hell yeah. And PopCon, run by Jeffrey Osborne. Jeffrey, Jeff was the best host. The great host. We've ever had. Yeah, we were just at a con in, in, in a small, ta- small, small town, small compared to what we usually small do. Small city, yes. Small city of Evansville. And when you, know, when you go to these small towns and they throw a, a, a relatively smaller con, you don't know what you're going to get. We got A1. We had, I mean, we had we, an A1 day. And, and please don't get me wrong, folks. Everyone who has ever hosted us has been nothing short of yeah. magnanimous, but Jeff went over and above. It was I, pretty cool. He ferried us. He did. Essentially. He what ferried he did. us. Not only that, there were times, the whole, I've, I don't remember such a warm welcome from an entire city like that. An before. entire city. It, it was seemed so that weird. at times when, when uh, you know, whether we went out to eat or wherever we were hanging out, it seemed that everyone in that town had seen the show at, yeah, right? at points, yeah. Or, or at least the first five minutes. And they yeah. still count. Right. Just like I sell comics, for comic book men, that counts. Yeah, it, it, it was cool. I, I, yeah, I went out to some places and people were like, Yeah, oh my you got God, kidnapped, uh, by the way. Kidnapped? I don't know if you knew that. You got kidnapped. Okay, well, here's... This was not a sanctioned <laughs> event. Now, let me set this up for you, folks. Sure. Uh, Ming Chen, uh, known... And far and wide as the gregarious partying comic sure, book man. I, I love to party. I love you to explore. Sure I do. love adventure. Mike. Yeah, this was. I'm sure this was an adventure. Um, we were sitting outside, and a young lady pulls up, right, and says, "Come on, there's there's some uh, hip hop artists who are excited to see Mike and Ming." Yes, they were fans, and I I I had I was done. I was pretty much at. I was. It was like. What ten o'clock? At like night? ten o'clock. Granted, 10 this o'clock. was Saturday night. Con was over. Con we was were over. free to do whatever we wanted. Sure. The night we were hanging young. out. We ate late. We ate, ate a late. Bit late. Yeah, hung out at Secret Headquarters, which yeah. is a newly opened comic, toy and gaming. Anyone in, Ev- in the Evans Evansville area, you should stop in at Secret Headquarters. We wholly endorse Secret Headquarters yeah. as a place that is awesome. Run it by, truly is run by Jeffrey, who also organized PopCon. But this was a young lady we had seen earlier in the day. She runs a YouTube channel for the city of Evansville, had us on there, and she was like, what, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I don't know. What am I doing? She's like, I got some cool places. Like, You're kidnapped. Like, Ming well, Chen kidnapped. She's like, I know the city of Evansville. You want to see the cooler than cool places in Evansville? Like, uh, you know, we we could go. So later on, yeah, she pulled up. She's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> kidnapped. 
There was a there, and there people were, were wondering. Oh my God, is is Ming just just taking off? Does does he have an exit strategy? No, and I'm like, no, no. And I thought in my he's head, big boy. I thought in my head, listen, this could go one of either two yeah. ways. One, I you're get, an organ bank. Number one, one, you're, I'm you're, either an organ bank or I get sold into Asian slavery. But either is you know a preferable option to. Yeah. Or two, I I, I get to see some cool places, and, and luckily the latter was was the case because you saw me this morning. Just to throw this out there, folks, we had a six forty five flight the next morning. Right, I mean you got to get to the airport, say four forty five. We Give had it a two the, hour yeah. window. Yeah, yeah you got to have that two hour happens. window, even though Evansville is a very small airport, right. and uh, I think we were the only people. Going through the uh, the security check. It was me, you, and the TNA knockout wrestler, former WWE diva known as Maria uh, Maria Bennett. Yes, yes. Marie Canellis, Ken- right? Mary Canellis Bennett. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that that was it. Was the three of us? I wasn't smuggling anything out of Evansville. No, so. me. There's nothing so to smuggle good. out of Evansville. But you were you got how much sleep? Like two hours? No, not even. I got back at like three. Oh, so remember God. um. Remember when Homer got that job with that poo? Like Lisa got that. Sure, pony. and the, the doors were yeah. Lisa's pony. There's that one scene where he gets off uh, at the quickie mart, goes home, lays down, the alarm goes off, he gets up, and then he goes to work at uh-huh. the nuclear power plant. That's what it was like. Yeah, pretty much. So I did lay down for a little bit, and then yeah. wow. Okay. And then you saw me. I was trying to sleep at the airport. I laid on the ground yes. at the Evansville airport where people were sleeping where the service dogs did their duty oh yeah i don't know what happened on that floor yes. but i was on the floor i was like i don't care yeah there's a was... reason why the airport seats have the armrest because you can't so you can't lay down on right them and hog them up yeah it was fun so thank you uh, yeah so those two hip-hop artists uh Kazwan and figure they were having a a they were performing but they had a beer launched in their honor from oh, like nice. a Tin Man Brewery, the Tin Man Brewery. Okay. So and they were indeed very big fans. Very cool. They me, and they're very well known. Uh, you know, we, I know you don't listen to a lot of hip hop, and uh, I um I, w- I was aware of that, but the not, whitest guy you know doesn't listen to hip hop. I know, That's crazy, so weird, crazy. But they maybe I'll have to start. Yeah, they gave me a shout out on, on Twitter and Instagram. So oh, it was a great night. Very right? cool. It was pretty I'm, cool. I'm happy you had a great time. Yeah. Now, when you you did get some sleep that night, a little bit. I did a little bit. Yeah. And uh, did, was it a comfortable sleep? Did you like the mattress that you were laying on? You know what, Ming? When you travel as much as we do, there's the nothing Howard like... Johnsons in Evansville have a comfortable mattress. Mike. You know what? When you travel as much as we do, sure. there's nothing like the mattress at home. Right. And you know what? With such a ham-handed <laughs> segue hey, into hey. this, you know what? what I Mike? like coming home to my Casper mattress. Yes, yeah, so as do I. Now, had I gotten a Casper mattress, I probably wouldn't have partied as much for so I just got so I could get back and lay no, down. No. Uh, you know what, folks? Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses. <laughs> And they charge you a fraction of the price. The mattress industry, especially the ones who service the Howard Johnsons in Evansville, uh, Indiana, Mm -hmm. they force consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms. Passing that savings directly on to you. If only the Howard Johnsons were better and would just... uh, My goal in life is for every Howard Johnsons in this country, every hotel in this country... To have a Casper mattress. That, you know what? Because then I would feel at home in every hotel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a Casper mattress provides resilience and long-lasting supportive comfort. Casper's mattress is one of a kind, a new hybrid mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam. You know what I think is awesome, Ming? That, that? you want every hotel in the country to have a Casper okay. mattress, which should be their goal as well, yes. because mattresses can cost well over 1500 bucks. Oh, yeah. How many hotel rooms were, were at that's, the place we're at? 300 maybe? My God. Oh, that's an astronomical price. But the Casper mattresses, they cost between $500 for a twin-size mattress, 600 for twin XL, $750 for a full-size, $850 for a queen-size mattress, or $950 for a king-size mattress. You, you know, you're talking savings. Astronomical saving for the hotel for you number yeah. one for you the consumer right. and for the the hotel industry right. so absolutely uh, Casper understands that buying a mattress you know online especially can have some uh, can have some people wondering what's the deal yeah, how, what's possible? going on how can you do this I'll tell you how this is possible buying a Casper mattress is completely risk free Casper offers free delivery and returns. 
within a 100-day period. It's that simple. 100 days. That's three months plus yes. of, of sleeping on this mattress. Right. It's that simple. Statistically, lying on a bed for four minutes in a showroom has no correlation to whether it's the right bed for you. That's why Casper has turned the buying process into a risk-free experience. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that in all reality you spend a third of your life on. You know what you get when you buy a Casper mattress? What do you get, Mike? Mike? You get an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You also get just the right sink, just the right bounce. Two, te- two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, come together for better nights and brighter days. It's a risk-free trial and return policy. How can you beat that? You can't. Try sleeping on a Casper mattress for 100 days. Free delivery. Pain-free returns. Mattresses that are made in America. Not some little country that's, you know, they call America. Uh, China which, is not a little country. No, no, no. But, you know, they uh, name okay. a little island sure. off the coast of China, America. So um, they can oh, put America that tag with on a it. G, America. Yeah. <laughs> Radiation King mattresses. Yeah. Again, what's this mattress going to cost me, Mike? Uh, again, $500 for a twin size. You know, uh, six hundred for a twin XL, seven fifty for a full size. That's a full size mattress. Eight hundred fifty for queen size. If you know y- you like to spread out a little bit, and nine fifty for a king size. If you like to spread out a lot, so that's an astounding price point. It is so. If anybody out there needs a mattress, or now you need, now you want it. This is a want. No, this is a desire. Need at this a point. Want. No, no, no. This is not a desire. This is this is a necessity. You need to have this. Yeah, you need a mattress. Or or else you'll be stuck on the Evansville airport floor like I was. <laughs> Getting your face licked by a service dog. Yeah, exactly. Well, we got a special offer for you. You can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash sellcomics. Use promo code sellcomics. Sellcomics. Not I sell comics. Sellcomics. Yeah, leave the last I off for integrity. And, that, and, and there you go. $50 off. Get a Casper, Casper mattress. Again, casper.com slash sellcomics. Promo code Sell comics. Get that $50 off. Get there now. Get an awesome night's sleep. But, you know, first listen to the rest of the podcast. Yes. And, uh, again, uh, if you ever want to communicate with us, you can tweet us. I'm at MingChen37. You sure are. C-H-E-N 37. And I'm at Michael Zapsic. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-Z-A-P-C-I-C. I I see a lot of people doing this, though. They either want to get into a specific comic. They have specific questions about a, a specific run they do and they 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 go to us as to you know maybe look for a starting point or just get a question and answer and we answer pretty promptly we do we do we're, a fairly good we're job. on our we're on our phones constantly that's very true we, we as do well. travel a lot but there's a lot of that travel time it's not even really downtime it's like just sitting there waiting for the to board an airplane or waiting for a hotel room or whatever or waiting on an airport shuttle and we have our, our tweet devices in our hands at all times. Yes. It's almost like a hotline to like comic book hotline that you can call or you can tweet and get an answer almost immediately. Almost immediately. Yeah. And but Mike, Mike just got a new device too. I did. This he thing went, is he didn't huge. just go iPhone six. He didn't just go iPhone six plus. Wait, no, he, iPhone six S. He went iPhone six S X plus. He went for the plus model. I went for the big one. I like this is, uh, it's pretty big. Mike, Mike decided he needed a phone that could just measure up to his stature and his girth. <laughs> and My he girth. went and got it. How's it working out for you so far? Because uh, I, I see how big that thing is. And not only that, you made it bigger by putting an outer box around I it. I did. I, you know what? You know me. I, I drop stuff you all do. the time. A lot of stuff, um, lot of stuff gets yeah. broken. But uh, this thing, it's pretty cool. Have it's you like, tried to read comics on it? I, re- yeah. I've read, I read Preacher... Volume two on my phone. I just I I was on a very long well, flight. I, my iPad was dead. I can't sync my uh, Comicsology library from what? my iPad to this. So really? Maybe you should I'll be able to. Show to. Yeah, yeah, you'll show me. You should be able to sync that all across all devices. I got Preacher. I got Jessica Jones. I got all kinds alias, of alias, cool not yeah. Jessica Jones. Yeah, alias. alias. I got all kinds of cool stuff on mine. Um, we have a couple of questions here. We do already. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, let's answer them. What yeah, you got? a couple people are asking about season six of Comic Book Man. Yes, and uh, we are. We also are waiting to hear. We have, about we have not heard six. anything yet. We have not heard anything. The numbers were good. Our numbers judging, were strong. Judging by the amount of people who've seen the show, that's always encouraging. Yeah, as to whether we'll come back or not. So we're hopeful. Um, you know, just stay tuned. We'll you'll you'll hear be the from second us. people to know. Yeah, you'll hear from us. 
I'll be I'll, screaming so loud you'll hear me. Yes, yeah. or either way. <laughs> or is that a scream of anguish? It's or is Ming that a Chen. cry of uh, yeah? But it's uh, all I'm saying. It, it is looking good, judging by if you're a stats man. Like pure that, numbers. Pure numbers. It looks good, judging by. Uh, well, every time I meet somebody, like, hey, when you come back, or I love the show, and uh, the more obscure place, the better. Like I remember, I was taking a cab in San Antonio. And before I got out, the dude was like, "I didn't, you know, we we didn't even talk. I gave him the money. I, I he had no, he had shown no recollection. No, he didn't seem to know who I was. But before I got out, turned around, I was like, "Yo, Ming man, that speedo man, that was uncalled for." And I oh. just slammed the door and I left. Uh, but but like things like little things. But like you, that. you dropped the deuce in the back of the cab right. anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I I kind of feel guilty about shitting in this guy's car, and then he said the speedo, yeah. and then you're like, like I don't, nah, feel, I don't so feel bad, bad now. Yeah, but I look at the guy, if I'm going to judge, if I'm going to be stereotypical, he didn't look to be, you know, say the average comic book man fan. Uh, We don't have an average comic book man fan. That's what I'm noticing, though. It's it's so awesome. It's a pretty good wide variety of people, which is cool. There was one thing that I did want to um, uh, chide you about. Sure. What was that? There was a a couple of folks at Evansville. Okay. And it was first day, and I know you were, like, really, your energy was really high. Uh, absolutely. And uh, this guy comes over, okay. and he's like, hey, man, and, you know, gives you a hug, yeah. you know, big guy. Right. And he calls over his wife, okay. and you mistook her for his mother. I didn't. Didn't, didn't I say something you like that? Uh, you, you raised a great raised son. A great and son, I'm like, ma'am. And, <laughs> I, oh, my God. And, I apologize and, Oh, that. my God. No, it wasn't a dig at her. It's just, like, he was such a cool guy. He was. I don't know why. Yeah, I probably shouldn't make assumptions like and, that. No, but it was. And uh, as a guy who, um, back in the day, I did date older women. Sure. And she did not look that much older than him. I no, was like, I don't know why I said that. I thought it was funny as hell. Did she like, correct you? No, he did. He's like, oh, okay. uh, Ming, that's my wife. I was like, oh. Uh, Ming, you yes. asshole. Oh, we just a, lost two viewers. That's, yeah, that's worse than in, uh, when Pulp Fiction, it was like, you know, oh, you should you should date uh, you should date that girl. Like, she's the one with all the shit in her face. Yeah, it's no. like, yeah, Eric Stoltz. He's yeah, like, no, that's my, that's wife, my wife, asshole. I apologize for that. It was not it's uncalled for. <laughs> I was. Oh, uh, I apologize. Know, I, I for, laugh at you. I'm not laughing at them. No, I you're think laughing that at me. That was fantastic. You're definitely because laughing at me. I was like, oh man, you're definitely laughing. at I'm me. Like, well, I no, I even Johnson wouldn't have made that mistake. Yeah, it was not. It. It was unintentional. And yeah, you know what? I should not make a sum any any kind of assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> but I put my foot in a bucket of brown a couple of times. Okay, myself, and then I put so. it, and then I put it in my mouth. And then, oh yeah, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, it tasted good, Mike. So uh, thanks for. I wasn't even aware of this until you told me like two days later. So yeah, that yeah. was good that you waited. I would have felt really horrible. Of so. course, I, you, feel, you, I do. I do feel horrible. But you know what? It's it was you were so exuberant, and yes. it was first day of the con. We had actually Maybe it was like I the was, first I first me, hour of the it con. It really was. Yeah, it was like I came right out of the gate with that. Yeah, so I'm like, well, this will set the tone for yeah. everything. That's good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, oops. Uh, well, here's a more positive story here for you, Mike. Yes. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, The Avenger. Yes. Movies Thor. Oh, th- is this the wallet? It is, yes. Fantastic. Chris Cal- Hemsworth says uh, he was having dinner with his family in LA. He described the area as sketchy. Okay. I, so I'm trying to wonder where, you know, there's some good areas at LA. I was wondering where he might have been All right. for a future stalking reference, I suppose. Nice. And he says he paid for, paid for the meal, laid his wallet down on the table, Left completely forgot it, and that's called, happened. That's happened to me a couple. Called times. back to the restaurant. And they're like, "Have my left my wallet? Did you see it? Nope, gone." He's like, "All right, that's uh, it. I'm not. I'm not getting this back." Man. One, it's a you know, it's a wallet in a sketchy area in L.A. Okay, you can uh, no, I don't. Again, I don't want to make assumptions, but probably gone. Two, it's Chris Hemsworth's wallet, so pretty good shot that that's not being returned. Right. And three, it probably had a ton of money. It's case. on eBay. Yeah, you have <laughs> eBay yeah. with uh, and credit cards. Yeah, so he's like, well, right, he gives it up as a last. Unfortunately, lost, they've lost been maxed cause. out, folks. Lucky for him, the seventeen-year-old kid who found it wrote a letter to the address. He couldn't find a phone number. He wrote uh-huh. a letter to the address that was on the license, right? And and connected with Chris, and Chris got his wallet back with everything in it, and it was a feel-good story. That would have been a feel-good story in and of itself. <laughs> yep. Gets even better though. Uh, I think Ellen Ellen Jenner's hears this, writes a kid on the show to meet Chris Hemsworth, and as a reward, the kid gets a, a boatload of stuff, 
and ten thousand dollars. How cool is that? Ten thousand dollars. That's so, Chris Hemsworth is a class act. He is. I've always felt. Although that way. I guess as the as the story is written in the headline, mm-hmm. sounded like Chris Hemsworth gave him ten G's. It was actually Ellen's sponsors that pulled the money. Oh, nice! Gave him ten G's. I heard that Chris Hemsworth did, in fact, give him a cash reward as well. I, you know what? I, I don't know what that is. Maybe it could have been more than ten G's. He wanted been. him not to disclose the amount. Gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But you know what? It just occurred to me we didn't answer any questions from Twitter. Oh, I thought that was a Twitter. Oh, okay. No, okay. no, no. Do, we we have, had do you a, have one? I do. I thought the when's compliment coming back was a Twitter question. Uh, it was a question by a couple people, but I want to- Okay, uh, what else you got? Trey Micah Turbe. I yes. hope I got that, that name uh, right. Uh, hey, man, just wondering if you can recommend any comics, maybe some of your all-time famous uh, favorites. Thanks for your time. Uh, uh, just Trey? in general? Just in general. Uh, go ahead. Fire away. Uh, Trey. Hey, buddy. Um. I love the Avengers. I love, you know what? There are some really great books out there that you should pick up. Um, New Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. Yes. New Teen Titans, anything. Yeah, or, got, go, um, go, or go back to the beginning. The George Perez art yep. is spectacular. It's the worth writing the price was of admission. Marv Wolfman. Marv Wolfman yes. did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, writing. Uh, Avengers, Corvax Saga. We, we've mentioned a couple of these Yeah, I think lines. that uh, right, right off the bat in some of the beginning episodes, I feel like that was one yep. you recommended to me. Absolutely. Uh, Burn, Claremont, X-Men. Uh, if you want some some really cool stuff, Southern Bastards by Jason Aaron. Yeah, Jason we'll go, Aaron, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll uh, fast for a little. Uh, the Starman, Omnibus number one, James Robinson. Right. Uh, They're coming out with... Uh, Tony Harris. The volume three yes. Omnibus, which I was lamenting would never happen, but right. it is happening. Yeah. So, Batman very cool. Hush, Batman Year One, Sharknet sure. Returns, if you haven't read it. Well, we Jeff Loeb, uh, Frank Miller, McGinnis Art, uh, not McGinnis, um, I'm sorry, Jim Lee Art, yeah. and... Um, Tim Sale. Yeah, anything written by Jeff Johns. I mean, which is man. Yeah, there are there are so many books There's out there. So uh, Lock and Key by Joe Hill. Um, uh, I, I could name uh, anything. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the classics. Act Man, Days of Future Past. I mean, jeez, man, we got so. I, this is why we. If love, you're looking for something specific, this is what we love. Uh, feel what free we to do. tweet me again, Trey. Yeah, um, if you could narrow it down to a couple superheroes, yeah. maybe or 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 genres or jeez, man, yeah, we could go on and on. So we have the show. We could break down the, these sure. these things, current and past. So it was pretty cool. Anything else? Yeah, the grand Ooh. asked just a trivia question: Why can't you pump your own gas in Jersey? I actually answered this gentleman on on Twitter, but and this is not really superhero related. But no, it's not. The, it's in Jersey. New Jersey and Oregon, there is a state law that says all service stations have to be full service. You cannot pump your own gas. No, in Jersey and Oregon, and the reason is uh, twofold: one, safety reasons. Can yep. which which uh, makes sense? People spraying their own gas everywhere, and you know I've seen people <laughs> pumping gas and smoking cigarettes at the same time. Oh, oh my god, yeah, dumb idea. So that safety reasons for one, two uh, are both our states have considered it discriminatory toward the elderly and the handicapped who are forced to use full service stations. They cannot; they're not physically able to pump their right. own gas. So rather than be discriminatory, they've wiped out all self service in the state. Okay. So, That's fair enough. So can we connect that to comics in any way? Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I mean, Zoolander and then Zoolander into comics, but no. Right. Like, do you remember in Zoolander when they were having the, the gas pump fights yeah. and then they blow up? Yeah. 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 But just for general trivia, I guess that answers that would answer your question there. So uh, William Defoe, Mike, are you a fan of the the... The, rubber the green goblin, the green goblin, I guess the green goblin, or you know, he's had a number of other. He was in John Wick. He, he was John very Wick. good in John Wick. Very, great actor. He's he's a versatile actor. He was in uh, Platoon. The first yes. first place I ever saw him was Platoon. Yeah, anytime you need kind of a creepy guy or sure. Boondock it, Saints, man, Boondock Saints, yeah, or someone intimidating, you go to William. Someone Williams. skinny and intimidating, yeah, and don't to, forget, uh, what was it uh, Shadow of the Vampire? Yes, that was excellent. Yeah, you cast Willem Dafoe. Well, Mike, William Defoe has just been cast in the Justice League movie, which yes. is in production as we speak. Do we know who he's playing? We don't. We that's, know he's a good guy, though. That's where, that is where I heard that uh, he has been cast in some kind of hero uh, role. Maybe role an hero. elder heel, hero. That would be very cool. He, he could there, be a very cool, like the elder statesman, if they have the Green Lantern, yes. like the old one. Yeah. If they have Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, he would be perfect for that. Ooh, that would be cool. That'd be very cool. That'd be cool. But yet again, we go to the the we go to the where uh, you have the same person playing two different superheroes, superheroes yes. in comic book roles. Yeah, I 
Well, then, they also uh, cast J.K. Simons as they did, uh, yes, as Commissioner Gordon, as Commissioner Gordon in the Justice League movie. So, and it almost cool. seems every time they do this, the second role this this person plays ends up being like way better. Oh, sure. So we'll go Ben Affleck, Daredevil, Batman, right? Uh, Chris Evans, Johnny Storm, um, Captain America, right? Well, what else, what else, I mean, God, I'm missing a whole bunch of them. Uh, yeah, you are, I but know that's, I'm missing. Uh, right those off the, the top of my head, you those, throw that at me. I don't have those. Those are the you. two that come to mind. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So, uh, what, 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 what? Why do we keep going back to the well? I guess it's just it's like, well, you look good in this one. Uh, we'll just let's put it this way. I don't think that William Willem Willem yes Defoe had uh, a lot to do with the green, the acting behind the Green Goblin, okay. of course. But when uh, actually Kevin had seen the first Spider Man like months before we did, right? And he came in and he, he was talking to me and Walt, and he said that it was so weird to see them up on top. Oh, that weird rooftop scene? The rooftop scene that where it's weird. mask to mask. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe didn't need that mask. He could have no. been the Green Goblin with just some- Just the paint. Yeah, just the a little paint. bit of face paint. Yeah. And it would have been, he would yeah, have been the mask much was creepier. The mask was an odd choice, I think. It was, yeah, well, uh, I don't think Sam Raimi wanted to you know, depend on Willem Dafoe. He could have had a disfiguring accident. I don't okay. know. You know, you never know with these guys. He should have depended on Willem Dafoe. He though. should have. Yeah. I think that's just you know, Sam Raimi being a worry word. Okay, it's, it's or not. It seems it's worked out for him. The worry it has him being a worry wart. He seems to have a pretty. We'll see him again, right? Sam Raimi, the Sam Raimi. He's got. I have no he's going. Doubt in my he's mind. going places. Oh, that 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 boy is on his that, way to the top. Boy, yeah, that evil dead boy. He's uh. He's, he's in he's, an elevator to the stars. He might. He might do well. So I, I I like how they. I don't know if there's like a window where you play one role and then you have to wait ten years before <laughs> because then people so. forget. Now you can now, now because they Toby Maguire was Spider Man, and then they they're like fuck it, Andrew Garfield Spider Man, right? And like Andrew Garfield Spider Man, eh, fuck it. Uh, what's the kid's name? Yeah, um, the new one. Oh right, that kid, Tom yeah. Holland, something like Tom that. Holland, Tom Holland, uh, yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got twenty minutes, right? But do, do, do you think that gives people who have played superheroes in the past maybe some hope? That they could come like Adam back. West can come back. Not Adam West, but uh, well, okay, that's a good one. Or say Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, maybe. Although I gotta say, there is one glaring thing that just popped into my mind. What's that? Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the comedian yes. and as Thomas Wayne. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I think the first one was better. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. And Negan. So he's playing three. He's playing three. That's the hat character. trick. So it the is. third one's the, the best. The Jeffrey Dean Morgan hat yes. trick. I yeah. love that. When when we finally meet him, and we will, we're gonna we have to bring that up. The hat trick. It's like yeah. you've 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 accomplished the hat trick. Nice, my friend. Yeah. So new books for the week, Mike. Yes. New books. You have a pile. I do. I have a pile. Uh, would you like to go first? I'll give you the. Honors. Let us talk about our friend, the comic Amy book. Chu. Amy Chu, Poison Ivy, Cycle Eleven, Life and Death, Number Four, uh, hotly awaited. Now at the end of issue three, Catwoman pops up, and yes. that that alone was enough to make me go, oh. Yeah. I want to keep. Oh. I want to keep reading, and I think at the issue three, uh, at the end, you see the cover for issue four, which is Catwoman front and center, Poison Ivy is behind her, and uh, this this is a this is a great cover, whether based on the characters. Uh, if you look at it though, if you look at it, uh, uh, Miss Doctor Pamela Isley here. Looks completely naked. So yeah, she does. So well, actually, <laughs> there's a little bit in, of stuff over. There's a uh, little hint of yeah. Bustier yeah. of Ivy Bustier, if you will, but um, but I, overall, and I you know I don't I'm not a I don't read books based surely on their covers, but this one uh yeah this this one I thought was cool. Now, Amy Chu of course, a friend of the family. So uh, right now I'm I'm mean, we we've, we've kind of thrown it down where we're gonna read we'll probably pretty much read and review anything she she has written and anything she writes. From here on out, but uh, again, friend of the family, and and so delving into this issue, uh, continues on with uh with uh, with uh Pamela Ivy's stolen research, and she she uh brings Catwoman into the team to uh possibly facilitate with what she does best, which is a heist, which is breaking and entering. Which is uh, getting access to things that normal people can't access because uh, that is her, that is her power. And they find out uh, within the building that the lab is in is a is a whole unused wing, which is heavily guarded. 
Nice vamping, man. And they That's try to find good. out what's going on in there, but they, they need Catwoman to break into this yes, part they of do. the wing. But the really, the coolest thing about this entire comic... Okay, which is? Uh, there's so much cool stuff in here. Um, yeah, amazing visuals. Uh, different pencils. Uh, the pencils are done by... Ethan Van Skyver. Yes. Clay, uh, Clayman, who did the first three issues, I believe, uh, he did the cover. But, it's uh, uh Robson Roca, Julio. Yeah, Van Skyver and uh, Jay Lyston also uh, okay. also did ink. uh well actually he did inks as well so anyways can, uh continue and Ethan's got a very distinctive style that you can just uh like right off the bat. Yes. He and uh he's in the school of uh, Phil Jimenez who oh, did yeah. Wonder Woman yeah. and uh it's very We're, distinctive, very George Perez and, uh, yeah. inspired so Phil is actually now a friend of the family as well. So Excellent. He could, he could pick me out of a lineup. Oh, cool. He's a friend of the family. All right. Yeah. Uh, but they discover there's a whole highly guarded, supposedly un- unabandoned wing of the building, and they they break in there, and lo and behold, what do they find, Mike? What do they find? Yes, they find a complete replica of the lab. How cool is that? They're just uh, working on. They have stolen but the Ivy's really research. Thing, the, really, so they, the horrible thing is uh, they kept the... The failures. Yeah, so they they have stolen a research to uh, also breed. I guess what do you call them? The hybrid. Yeah, hybrid children. Hybrid children. Uh, they were not as successful as she was, and no. there were many failures. You there, need a mother's love, kids. Right. Just remember that. And there, there was one success though, which they which they do rescue. Uh huh. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I I I love the tones, but uh, Amy Chu's got two kids, so you know she speaks from the heart as far as rescuing children, as far as uh, being a motherly. Having a uh, a motherly influence on something, and um, yeah, and and, uh, and I don't want to spoil it. But I'm going to sort of spoil it. Uh, oh, you Ivy we're, we're uh, pissed, pissed. Yeah, she has what I classify as a meltdown, and she wreaks havoc and blows shit up, and I love it. And that's basically what they leave you with at the end. It's great. It's it's like I want to see, I want to see plant based like explosions in a future movie <laughs> in a future standalone poison i'm trying to movie. think plant-based explosions um I, uh, kind of like jack and the beanstalk meets like the expendables meets, meets aliens meets terminator 2 yeah. aliens is kind of like that sure yeah oh yeah yeah and maybe maybe you will see that in iron fist oh well i'm oh, just Willis. teasing okay i'm just teasing this out there if they they do go well, well mike there's only one way to be sure this is the only way to be sure it's to nuke the entire planet from orbit <laughs> Better be sure. Yeah, it's the only way to be sure. Okay. Uh, my pick of the week, Mike, is not is not even a published comic. Mike. Yes, you, I know what you're gonna. You cannot find this book on the newsstand. And by the way, I also picked this book up. <clears throat> That's based I, on your recommendation. Oh yeah, I tweeted yesterday. I, I loved did. this so much. Like, dude, why every everybody should be reading this. But in particular, if you're a Walking Dead fan, either oh, yeah. fan of the comics or the show, you need to read this book. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn and marco marco martin marcos martin marcos have written and published available online only a book called the walking dead the alien yeah now this is the first walking dead comic book not to be done by robert kirkman and tony moore yeah or charlie adler, charlie adler. Sorry, Chandler, charlie adler tony moore or charlie adler. or charlie adler it is the first out uh first outside group to write and illustrate and publish a walking dead book and if you're going to call two men to do something like this, they've chosen the best. Brian K. Vaughn, who of you course. may know from Why the Last Man, from Ex Machina, from God, one my, jeez, one my saga, saga from uh, from many, many, many Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing. He had a, a tremendous run on Swamp Thing. I yeah, mean, a lot of my favorite books. You can't swing a, a dead cat without. Yeah, uh, they they are the creative swinging team a dead cat. This. Ew, gross. And this this all came about because Brian K. Vaughn was obsessed with a very small plot point in issue three of the Walking Dead comic mm-hmm. book, which he never expounded on. It was very kind of even kind of like throwaway, almost kind of a throwaway point. But he he read that he was I was like, huh, if it, uh, huh that that's interesting. Uh, I wonder what would happen if I expanded on this. Okay, and this there is a you great, can spoil a little bit. I'm not going to spoil. Anything. Okay, I think everybody should. You should you themselves. should pick it up. I, and when, it's, I, when I read it, I was like, "Holy crap, this is cool!" And it's a, a pay what you want. Yeah, it's a pay what you want comic. What you want to do is uh, do a Google search. You go to a place. Uh, what's it called? Panel Syndicate. Panel Syndicate, which yes. is run by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin. And 
uh, and you can download it. You, you pay what you want. You pay nothing. You pay two hundred bucks. Uh, I I pay it a comic. Book yeah, price. yeah, I, I I duked him a couple. Uh, yeah. Two ninety nine is what he preferred right. would have wanted it. This all came about. Uh, I get Robert Kirkman approached them, and they uh, this do Mar- uh, Marcos Martin and Brian K. Vaughan had done a, I believe, a ten issue book online called The Private Eye. Okay, never published. All available online only. Again, pay what you want. Robert Kirkman approached him like, listen, I want to publish this into a nice hardcover book that you can actually buy and own. Like, that's how good it is. I want to own it. They're like, okay, we'll make you a deal. We'll we'll let you do that if you let us do this. Okay. If you let us do this storyline that I've been obsessing with uh, ever since I read issue three. Uh, it has to deal with this plot point. It takes place in another country. I know this sounds weird, and you know what? You're probably going to say no, but this is what I like to do. Like, it doesn't hurt. Uh, we know you're going to say no, but if if I don't ask, the answer is no. I'm not going to be able yeah. to live with myself. And shockingly, surprisingly, the answer was yes. And Robert Kirkman threw his hundred percent support behind this. Uh, and and with little changes, I think the only feedback he had is like, well, you know, you could draw you at this stage in the zombie apocalypse, the zombies would look more like this. Okay, very small plot, plot points, not as decayed, a little yeah. bit more fresh yeah so just go to panel syndicate or just do a google search on walking dead the walking dead the alien right grab this issue i'm not i'm yeah, not you, i'm not kidding around i haven't read it yet but i did download it i'm not kidding around so yeah. i i purchased so it, it online. uh it takes place uh in the early uh, early in the outbreak in the early in the outbreak takes place in barcelona spain okay which is where marcos martin lives very cool and brian k vaughn was like listen i could have this take place in america or but uh marcos happens to live in barcelona he's like why not take this? Why, why not have him render these beautiful yeah. landscapes that he could just see right outside? Of and his window? you know what? The destruction. Barcelona is a beautiful city. Yeah, I've, I've been there. It's yeah. gorgeous. If if you've never been, save your shekels and yeah. go. Just travel. And uh, the alien refers to an American who, uh, having just kind of be wandering around Europe, yeah, ends up in Barcelona. When which a lot outbreak, of kids do after college. Which uh, winds up in uh, Barcelona uh, when the outbreak happens. How screwed are you if you're? <clears throat> Let's oh god! Say, you can't speak the language. You don't like the food, and now you're trapped. You can't even get back to America. Yeah, but he's trying to get back to America, and he befriends a um, a, a native, a female native, mm-hmm. who her former job was a curator at a museum. So what she does is she steals uh, medieval armor, oh, and, a, and a halberd, and that's how she's defending herself. Very good. And what I what I thought was cool. Is uh, there are scenes where they're both of them are riding around, uh, killing zombies in a, on a scooter, on like a Vespa, right. and you couldn't do that in America. That you can only accomplish that in a European country where those are more popular. So uh, I thought I thought yeah. that was cool. So you could read the adventures of uh, Jeff and Claudia killing zombies in Barcelona, Spain, and as mentioned before, there is a what I consider there's a great twist at the end. One that any Walking Dead fan uh, is going to relate to. I, I, I'm not like a, oh my god, but it was. I was very close to that when I saw this twist. So go, I, I go and get. I can't. I can't, you can't stress it enough. I can't love this book enough. But what, what do you got next? Uh, I got Superman, American Alien. Yes, Max Landis, which uh, this has got to be like one of the coolest Superman stories in a while i don't you know can you compare this to anything uh not really <clears throat> wasn't there like an all-star superman that came out very recently uh superman birthright by birthright. um superman birthright by uh mark wade yeah and uh, I- i'm gonna mangle his name um and the the great art uh francis manipule i okay. think or or was it Lenil? Lenil you? Lenil you? I forget who did. Okay, uh, I'm I'm looking over at the I Superman. We, it, yeah, Come the, on, give me a hand. I know and, the uh, uh, the print it's is sold. Too, we're so old that we can't read the small print. Oh my the, god, the I can't see it. Yeah. Um, so we uh, when uh, we started out Superman. I think it was Lenil you as a yes. kid, and uh, they progressed. Uh, right, and, and now this is uh, him, and he's showing some friends around Metropolis. Yeah. He's becoming quite the big man. Yes. So. This is actually pretty cool, and it's also where Superman finds out about his heritage. Oh wow! Okay. I won't go any further than that. But yeah, yeah I, I yeah. love the last issue where uh, he was fighting some kind of alien being, and he was kind of fumbling around a little bit, still trying to like, still trying to find his own skin. Yep, still trying to find his way in his, the world, his way in the world, and, and yet and trying to um, find his way as a super powered Kryptonian, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah, if you're any Superman fan, worth your salt. 
you were reading this. But is this uh is this the last issue in the no, run? It's, it's not. Six okay. of seven. So six there's of seven. one so more left. One more. If you have not caught up, it's not too late. Or if you want to wait for the trade, I'm sure that's right coming out soon. But if you're a Superman fan, uh, a must read, I believe. Uh, that I have here uh, issue six of Huck, a image book that which again I'm waiting for the trade for but the still. last. Yeah, this is the this is the last issue I believe in the in the run. Uh, Mark Millar, Raphael Albuquerque, and um, this this one kind of wraps everything up with a with a nice little well, maybe a little. Uh, they've actually they actually wrapped it up pretty quick, but uh, there's some great action and great fight scenes taking place in in Russia right off the bat. Uh, and I I just want to say if you're a fan of say the Six Million Dollar Man perhaps and who does versus Bigfoot who doesn't love this there's, Six Million Dollar Man there is almost I want to say I don't uh, definitely an influence here definitely an influence but um, if if you know and love Hulk uh, Huck. Well, I've kind of compared to Forrest Gump with superpowers. Right. Just a guy who just wants to do good deeds in the world. He's got the he's super powered. He's John Coffee, but he's here. John Coffee with he is John Coffee with superpowers. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, basically his goal, and he he writes it down. He wants to do one good deed a day. So, uh, but when you have powers, and you may have been enhanced by Russian science. And they might want they may want you and your mother back in their custody. Uh, bad things tend to happen. But um, uh, do I spoil that there may be a happy ending? Um, you know, perhaps. But this uh, great, great, great finale to just run up. Big ups to you, Mark Millar and Raphael. Yep. And a great art by Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, what else you got there? I got the Flash here. Flash number fifty. Ooh, all right. Where uh, it's actually. Pretty cool. It's the Flash is taken down by the uh, the rogues, and he goes into police custody. But something happens at Iron Heights while he's being processed. Oh, okay. They want to take off his mask, and uh, Captain Fry, the the gentleman that actually, um, just like in the the, the TV show, yes. uh, Barry's <gasps> mother was murdered, and yes. his father was put away right. uh, for murder, murder that he didn't commit, that he didn't commit, and. Uh, so Captain Fry uh, helped raise Barry, and yes. boom, here's he's trying to take uh, the Flash down, okay. which has got to be infuriating for Barry. Yes, you know, yes. here's a guy who he thinks of as a father's father figure, right? And he's trying to try, he's trying, to, trying to arrest him, trying, trying to, to arrest him. Bars. And uh, so the Flash is at Iron Heights when all hell breaks loose, and I won't go any further than that. Okay, but um, hilarity ensues. All right. So pick it up. It's very cool. Yes. All new Hawkeye number six. This is the You love your Hawkeye. This is the end of the Jeff Lemire run. Um and this is kind of an extended run, which uh, which began in the run before this one. Uh-huh. Uh but this so uh, the, consider this, I guess the, not even the second half. It really pretty much continued. I don't why they renumbered, you know, but they renumbered everything to make everything confusing. They always do. So whatever. So hopefully <laughs> you've been keeping up. But uh, if you uh, if you've been following Jeff Meyer, a lot of flashbacks. This one flashbacks to a young Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. This one introduce uh, you see you actually see the first meeting of Kate and Clint Barton. Oh, nice! Which is pretty cool. You see the struggle that Kate has with her father and his dealings with the with supervillains. Gotcha. And the underworld. And um, uh, if you've been following along, they've been trying to rescue the those three children. Those right. Three, Kind of messed up looking from children. Shield, yeah. From Shield, and uh, they get them them to a safe place, and now they're kind of now they're. Uh, I mean, near the end, they're kind of like, well, well, now what? And I think Kate implies not implies he she kind of well, there is more the implication that you know maybe I want to go off and have my own adventures. So looks like that's where we might be headed next. Okay, so there's a new new Hawkeye coming out. I, yeah, that's that's another new Hawkeye another, number one. Another, uh, I don't. Is that are they renumbering it? I don't, <laughs> don't please tell know. me they're not. Uh, you never please know. Please tell me not. But uh, I, inevitably, they're going to oh, come back. Oh, they will. Inevitably, they'll be coming back they together will. again. Yes. What else you got there? Obi Wan and Anakin number. This is number four. Yeah. When we last left off, uh, weren't they stranded on some weird planet? Yeah, they're still stranded on that weird planet. And uh, but are they looking for a Jedi temple or some something? No, like that? No, they were. They had to go and help people out there. There was a distress beacon that okay. was that finally reached them, and this this world's been at war between. Okay. It's it's and it feels like an old episode of Star Trek. Oh, cool. Okay, it's like the the Chirons, right? Uh, where you know 
you've got uh, these people who oppose each other and right. for no real reason. Okay. Uh, just because. Oh, right. Yeah, there is like this weird they're civil the flyers war. and the people on the ground, and it's or you know, they're like flyer fans and yeah. like ranger fans or devils fans. Yeah, so, something yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. Which makes no sense to me, but whatever. All oh, right, don't uh, they have airships? It looks very Ether and Empire. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I think they may have stolen. Uh, I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I think everybody stole from. Uh, I'm gonna say that that somebody. that was that Marvel stole from Blue Juice comics. <laughs> yeah, why don't and, we say that? Yeah, with that they stole their airship idea from a comic that came out last week called Ether and Empire. But there's something that happens in here, um, where. Anakin tells Obi-Wan that he wants to go and explore the universe. Right. Yeah. Does he want out of the Jedi Order? He does. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, quit your whining. You're not I, done. To Get be, your ass back here. I, I don't know. To, to me, that might have been the saving grace. That might have been what didn't turn him. Okay. If he, you know what? Oh, right. Okay. Here's my problem yes. uh, with the Jedi Order. Right. It's either or with them. They're, they're, they deal in absolutes. Right. And... Life, the universe, everything else doesn't deal in ab- absolutes. There are shades of gray everywhere. There are, yes. And you have to realize that when, you know what, when you got uh, a bunch of sexually frustrated dudes <laughs> with lightsabers and telekinesis, some, some bad shit's going to happen. You know what I mean? If you don't let them fall in love and marry, okay. these guys are essentially like warrior monks. Right. Which never works out well for well, no, the warrior monks or no, whoever you know is. Let aimed. them let them get down, man. Let yeah, them get seriously. that frustration out. And yeah, that's or otherwise like bad things are gonna happen. Very bad things. We I are mean, you know we've seen is, it. This is our we are world. Bi- biologically inclined to We are biologically inclined if you don't to do couple. It, yeah. Yes. If you don't do it, then you, There's frustration. You get a little that happens. crazy. You, you get angry. Yeah. <laughs> you get a little. You, yeah. You get pissed. You get a little pissy. Yes. And uh, when you have that much power and you know no outlet for it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get a little crazy. Shit happens, folks. Shit, like yeah, like a lot yeah. of shit happens. So this one is, um, yeah, just another step in in that direction where yeah. Anakin wants to leave, and guess what? Uh, Obi Wan talks him out of it. Or I think a lot, are a lot of people reading this. Uh, this is kind of uh, like you. You got to be kind of a prequel fan. Yeah, this is to appreciate and there a aren't a bit whole of, lot of it is. A, it is we canon. Sell out it of is it. canon though. Yeah, it is. Canon. We do sell out of it, and you know what? Uh, Charles Soul is doing a great job, yeah, and, I, and I do like the Ewan McGregor. Yeah, um, Obi Wan a lot actually. Sure, because he grows up to be. And how the hell did that was a really rough twenty years in between Luke. Uh, being dropped off on Tatooine and yeah. you know him being Hermit Ben. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff happens. Old Ben. I, I mean, that, that's like twenty years of really rough yeah. road. I mean, for to go from in McGregor to Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah, and that uh, there was that one stand, that one shot Obi Wan comic, which I really liked yeah. a couple months ago. If you haven't read it, I, I would go look for it. It's pretty cool. Uh, Power Man Iron Fist number three. Nice. Danny Rand and uh, Luke Cage back together or not back together. They keep insisting that, that they're, Heroes they're, for a Hire is not. Reformed. They're not getting the band back together. Yeah, I, uh, I, now I was not, I was not privy to following along with this originally in the seventies, like you were. Like this must have been. It was that, that must have been gold back then. Like I, uh, it started out. What back reading is fun, but I mean, like you know, you were at that time and place. Yeah. Right? It was. It started out. There was Power Man, and he was just, you know, right on the the uh, the wave of black exploitation. Right, yeah. And you had Luke Cage, and he was, uh, you know, arrested for a, a felony he didn't commit. Right. You know, and and uh, he was in jail, and they experimented on him, and he busted his way out, and he he uh, left Chicago and came over to. Uh, to New York, right. and he started applying his trade, changed his name, and you know this is back before computers and sure. You know. I'll say that uh, no Craigslist he had to advertise. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, no, I'm cards and well, that's, mouth. No, you're thinking the positive side. Right. There's, there's no like um, computer records that you can. Find oh, on, okay, on, okay. You know. So you could start over. Yeah, his name was Carl Lucas, and you know <laughs> it was easy to to just pick up a name, go to Playland, sure. get a new fake ID. Yeah, like you, you are. Oh, you mean like you did? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he started over and, uh, he was, you know, hero for hire. And he got one of his first gigs was, uh, he was hired by J. Jonah Jameson to take down Spider Man. Yeah. And, uh, he found out that, you know, Spider Man was, was righteous. Yeah. I just love seeing Sweet these. Sweet Christmas. I love seeing these two together. They're polar opposites. They're awesome. 
They They ran uh, talking a mile a minute. Luke Cage, a man, a few words. Well, he's actually more street smart. Yeah, and he was he was actually the one who talked a mile a minute. And they're like, "Sweet Christmas," and just like go off on a rant about how uh, the neighborhood's turning bad. Right. You know, all these kids need father figures and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, this is it was very of its time. Yeah. Very seventies. Ah, okay, okay. You know, there he even crossed over. He and Misty Knight crossed over into the X Men. Oh, because uh, Scott Summers was dating Colleen Wing, who was Misty Knight's partner yeah. in Nightwing um, Restorations, their detective agency. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you haven't picked this up, uh, Luke Cage and, and uh, Parman Iron Fist, uh, they're dealing with a former Heroes Fair secretary just gotten out of jail. They get duped into stealing the Super Soul Stone. Nice. Which she said was her grandmother's. Ah, uh, it was not, and this uh, the stone has. Which it was not. The stone is uh, very much like uh, the ring from Lord of the Rings, where it imbues you with powers, but right. it also takes over your soul and your nice. being, and your demeanor. And they are pissed at being duped, and they're trying to get this thing back. Duped. They're trying to figure out what the stone does first before they go after it, and uh, they are. Uh, they go. They go. Well, they go to Do- they go to Doctor Strange first. Who of course, tells them nothing, and then they go to like a lesser Doctor Strange, <laughs> who, who, who kind of figures out. I, I think something like this seems to be beneath Doctor Strange. He knows what it is. Yeah, he's like, ah, I he, he won't tell them. But uh, and the other thing I liked is uh, uh, Luke Cage. He's married to Jessica Jones. Yeah, and she's she's uh, you know when you, you know we were both married, so she uh, she loves giving him shit. Of course, like, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You like guys don't are... wear that shirt because you're just gonna go out. You're gonna do a fight. And you're gonna mess it up. Yeah, don't you are. That. Yeah, and they have a kid, so this is a. It's a cool. It's a pretty cool dynamic. Yeah. Uh, real quick before you go and open the store, uh, Doctor Strange trailer. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was very as a cool. fan, as a longtime fan of. You know Dr. what? I'm Stephen willing. It, I, there are a lot of people who are out there who are pissed off about. Um, you know the the ancient one being a woman and oh, come on. Baron Mordo being black and, yeah. and a whole. You know what? Um, and and they're saying just. You know what? I, I is um is Wong going to be in this or is that too? I have no idea. I think it's a little stereotypical. Too- I don't know, and I didn't see from the uh, I didn't see the trailer. The trailer, but you know what? It it is what it is, and sure. you know what? It, it looks like it's going to be great, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to kick ass. Yeah, he looks like he looks like Doctor looks, Strange. Definitely looks apart. Yeah. So. And uh, he, it appears that he's acting the part. So. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, before you go, uh, order a mat- get a mattress. Just even, even if you don't need one, get one. You'll, you'll need it eventually. <laughs> Buy one for a friend. Yeah. I heard mattresses, a shelf life, four to five years. So yeah. You should change one every it. four to five years. And if you're getting a mattress, get a Casper mattress. Casper.com slash sell comics, promo code sell comics. Support our advertisers. So they love you. You love them. So we can keep going on and getting into adventures. But, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.